Um, yeah, thanks for sticking around. We are going to jump right into the Q&A portion of this morning. So before we move any further, I'll just throw the number up there again, which is 360-447-8474. And I just encourage you guys, any questions, comments, contentions, because I like it whenever you have a, a disagreement even, send that into us and we can uh, talk about it, which is just awesome. Yes. This is And if you hear the wonderful fellowship background noise going on, it's because it's the know. first Sunday that we once again have coffee and cookies yes. and fellowship in yes. the back. The cookies are individually packed, the coffee's being served by the cup with gloved service. Yeah. It's all safe, but... Isn't that cool? But just listen. I just enjoy that it's the sound of life once again. I know. I come from a like a big family. Like I, I I've never understood quiet households. Like I, I was you know a family of six when I was a kid, and a family of six or seven when I'm an adult when I've got kids. I kind of need this always going on in the background, or I feel weird. Yeah, it feels like there's life I know, happening. I know. I like it. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and text in any of those questions anytime. You just send them right in because Why, uh, do you right not now have any? I don't have any yet, which means <laughs> well, that then again, let's cut it short. You've nailed it. <laughs> you know, well, then yeah. let's make it short. We will. Um, enjoyed it. Thought it was another great uh, Sunday morning. I like uh, a lot of the stuff in here. Um, anything that makes my failure have a purpose, I'm really a big fan of because I'm real good at it. Yeah. I'm real good at looking awful. And so I love the idea that, uh, and, and that it's weird how we turn that around because it is the message of the gospel. Yes. That's the good yeah. news is that he takes our shame. And I loved how Colin said it turns our shame into praise into worship. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's incredible. Um, also, I wanted to say right off the bat, there was a there was a, a couple of lines in here that really hit me that I wanted to um, this uh, every therefore any and every limit placed on God's spirit is on us. Right. I thought that was a wonderful reminder of uh, uh, and making sense of that idea that like he give, he doesn't give the spirit by measure that God does one thing he gives the whole deal all right. the time he it's gives always all offering. the good everything that you could offering. ever want and the only limiter is how much you're willing to take. And I was like, man, that's What you'll true. receive. Yeah, because we get really fouled up by this. You know, judge yourself according to the measure of faith God has given you. And we go, oh, and we just, and we instantly develop some weird. Definition. Yeah. And what that means. And boy, all it takes is just half of, half of a verse for God does not give the spirit by measure. Yeah. Well, then why am I judging myself by the measure of faith he gave me? Because he doesn't give by measure. So if you only have a measure. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 exactly. Then that's an He doesn't give you the, the, the portions. Yeah. Um, this I, is the cutest thing ever right here. <laughs> I know. We got and you know what's great? Is when you have adorable sleeping kids on you, you can't really leave. They like no. anchors, they hold you there. So we need to get a whole fleet of them and just keep people yeah. in church all mom, day. There's a mom and dad, you can't see it. There's a mom and dad with two sleeping children <laughs> yeah. on them and one very patient older. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, a question off topic, real quick. Somebody just wants to know how do I get baptized? I think that's always a great That's a question. Really good question because yeah. we've just started getting the pool ready. We have had the pool closed for a year and a half now. Right. Uh, yeah, about a year and a half. And so we took the top cover off and there was this much water in the pool. And so we found that there were these two tiny slits that, you know, somebody's toenail, who knows, had, uh, had cut through the I feel the like vinyl. that's a dig at me for some reason. Like I'm the toenail guy. But they were easy to find oh, because they were right at the water line. 
Oh, of course. And they're right by each other. Anyway. Oh, how smart. Yeah. So we were able to clean the whole thing. We patched those. The light was burnt out, so we've replaced that. We're getting ready to fill it back up. And anywho, all that to say, that's where we do our baptisms. And so I would assume it's been, we haven't done a baptism since COVID. Wow. Is that right? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's true. Wow. And I don't even know what the rules are about putting people in the same water. We're going to have to look know. into that. I don't know. Yeah, we'll look into it. But uh, Call mystery at the church. Yeah, we have a series of steps to go through call some, buddy, some call literature. Call buddy, call mystery. And we, uh, we can get that to you so that you can prepare to kind yeah. of like understand what that means. Yeah, if there's a bunch of you that want to be baptized, let us know. And then we'll, that'll push us forward. We'll figure this next thing out. I know. I miss One more that. step There's another yeah, piece of fellowship that I miss is that idea of like celebrating the, mm-hmm. hey, welcome to the fold. That's good stuff. Yep. Um, Okay, somebody just also said, if a Christian is, quote, drunk or ignorant of their sin, how can they become sober? A Christian. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When Paul makes that charge about it, it was uh, unbelief and ignorance. Right. That's not a believer. And that's why I tried to clarify, wait, unbelief and ignorance gets mercy? Yes, that's what gets mercy. This guy's acting in ignorance. He's not a believer. So, you know, I've I've said before, you don't chase the cows around the field with the feed because they'll never come to you. And so a lot of times we're worried about the unbelievers, uh, their, their, uh, not performance, but their actions and all. When God's saying, I'm just trying to show mercy because we got to get them to come to the feed. But what I said in that scripture was, yes, ignorance and unbelief get the mercy. Disobedience gets discipline and revolt gets wrath. Right, right. So if, if you are a believer and you're walking in a sin of ignorance, you know, you really are just ignorant, uh, then God's going to show mercy as even as he disciplines you the way, I mean, you can always go back to the example God created for this very purpose, us and our children. Right. If our kid does something bad, doesn't know it's bad, we still have to discipline, but you just, you don't get mad because you realize, oh, they're ignorant. Right, right, right. But we might, you know, if the kid's just learning uh, or doesn't quite know yet why you don't play in the road, that's a great example. Yeah. Okay, I can't have the kid go in the road because he could die. Right. So I have, to, I have to discipline. I have to punish. But it's with a sad heart because I know he doesn't know better. She doesn't know better. But in order to protect them, I have to do this. And so even with uh, sins of ignorance, when we're believers, our father out of love disciplines us mm-hmm. and uh, allows us to experience the consequences and the pain. And because, like I said toward the end, uh, sin, you know, he, God allows sin. Right. Therefore, you've got to quickly come to the conclusion it does something that benefits him in the long run. And so what I said at the end was sin was never intended to keep us from the cross, but to drive us to it. Right. Any sin finally hitting its mm-hmm. final and, it, and the point yeah. that you make in this whole thing is like, and to illustrate the goodness of God made me think of the, uh, that old scripture, the, you know, like, wh- why was the law added? Oh, so that sin would increase. What, 
God, you're working against yourself. Don't you hear how that sounds crazy? And then he goes, let me finish so that grace would abound the more, you know, and you go. And immediately oh. it's followed up with, so we should sin more? No, no. you're missing the whole you're, point. Exactly. Sin, Classic human. Yeah, Listen sin again. isn't something good you get away with. It's something bad that kills you. But a wonderful illustration of my nature, my grace. So mm -hmm. like when, when we see how bad you are, it gives me an opportunity to show how great I am. You see how that works? And then I, that's how I speak to the world that doesn't know me. Yeah. Okay, so when a Christian is experiencing truly a sin of ignorance, they don't know is bad, God's gonna get their attention, make sure they do. If it's something that they kinda know is bad, yeah. then that's gonna get the level of discipline that is more called punishment. Right. That's right. like when you know the kid knows not to take the stick and hit his sister, uh -huh. And you watch him do it right after you said not to. Right, right, right. So, and um, so if a Christian is so, do you think that there is, uh, you know, an ignorant believer though, like a believer who may be to some degree ignorant about what they believe, and that that could qualify the as drunkenness? Read the question. The, that if word. a Christian is drunk, ignorant of their sin, how can they become sober? Because I think that like does this is this person using that as a as a, a turn of a phrase? Do they not actually mean uh, you know drunk and sober? Because it's uh, judge yourself with sober judgment. And I right. said because that boozy judgment. Right, right, Are right. they just saying if a if a Christian is ignorant of a sin, how do they judge themselves soberly? Uh, Oh, I suppose, like, like I don't know. In, unable. Are you to... asking that about drinking, or are you just asking it in general? I think it. I, I mean, it, I think it sounds like it's in general of, and so regardless of how they mean it, I think that the the good question. Wow. One of the many good questions buried there. Regardless in, of you, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to mine all of the meanings <laughs> that it could mean, but. Um, if a Christian is ignorant of their sin, how do they become sober? Like the sort of, uh, I'm doing things that might be wrong, but I don't even necessarily know that they're wrong. Because you judge yourself by the measure of faith you have. And so, so you look at, do I even know the names of the books of the Bible? Right. Let alone what's in them? Right. And, and I said it's directly relational to the amount of time we give God in his word and in prayer and in fellowship and uh, the other one, what did I say? Uh, worship. worship. And so. I remembered, though, that's nice. it's stuff. And so, uh, it's the way we increase and improve in all aspects of our faith. We, we pursue the, we seek him in his word and with others. And, and I, ultimately, we, I think that's what it's true. It's like you, the cure to all ignorance, no matter what, is to know and to know, know is word. to get in that word. Right? And, if you, and so if you judge yourself by the amount of faith God's been able to give you and you rightly judge yourself like, wow, I don't know his Bible. Even though you may be op doing a sin that you don't know is bad, right. you can know that one. Right. How much of, because that's the one Paul says to judge ourselves by. So it's like, how much have I let God speak to me? Wow, I don't even, I don't think I've ever read the New Testament through. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe start there because when you, by the time you get to the end of it, you will probably be aware of some of the sins that you were kind of ignorant of. Right, right. Okay. All right. Anything else? This is, a, this is all that I've got. Up. Yeah, we can, we can do up. an early. Um, uh, I again, uh, I got a, my favorites though, because okay, I love, I love the little bullet points that we remember, you know, later on, and I can't ever erase just Bruce magazine now from my <laughs> just from Bruce <laughs> the magazine for Bruce Wayne Worson uh, when's I, that coming out I, I thought that was funny that it is true that that is you know you Life, make that point people 
uh, we, we've just gotten self. worse at you know uh, hiding how just self-centered we are. It's just that's kind what of, I should have titled it. Just worsen. <laughs> yeah, worsen magazine. Um, anyway, that and. Uh, uh, old shriveled up Arnold. Arnold? Ar Arnold, nobody wants to show. That is funny, although um, I do gotta say, we do know, kind of the point that you're making there, the power of the transformation, right? Like, cause that's the big thing there. We loved before and after pictures when we're trying to sell it, right? Because we go, look at this person. They were so shrimpy and they're so beefy now. Like, can you believe the, like that yeah, transformation? We love the, yeah, we love the before and afters that make us look the, even better the, now that we're after. Well, right, and that aren't us. <laughs> like we, we know that it's a good sales technique when, yeah. when I can see how shrimpy that guy was and then how beefy he is now which is all that God's doing. He's going, go be my before and afters, please. Go yeah. be, go saying, But I'm not shrimpy. all the way after. And he goes, right. Yeah, because yeah. see, you don't, you never see the before and, <laughs> and currently, during. Let's yeah. see the before and during pictures. <laughs> the during Well, the picture. during just seems like I don't want to show Like, that. it's a dad bod uh, country. Okay, before we go, the Miami thing, the Miami oh, yes. comparison. What a wonderful comparison, Miami to Ephesus, because they're both sea coast cities, meccas of sin. Anything goes, yeah. <laughs> and people don't change. Yeah. Uh, but seeing that Ephesus had a larger population than Miami, Florida, and a bigger stadium. Yeah. I mean, a 21,000 seat stadium versus a 25,000 seat stadium. Only apparently in those days, you know, you could just kind of like, hey, let's just all get together and start ripping on someone in the stadium. You know, like, because it was just a public, like, let's just it's go down public, to yeah. the Coliseum and start talking. You know, I've heard about these guys. Well, what's funny is. Let's get them, boys. Because the whole city was in an uproar. It's the only place that would fit them. Right. And so, all, you know, it's yeah, all. The, yeah. And it wasn't, it's not everyone in the city. Yeah. It, it gave us the list. It was all of the tradesmen and the craftsmen and the related businesses right. and the silversmiths of the city got together and had to go to the stadium because there were that many of them. Yeah. You know, that's the only place it would That's fill. crazy. I know. And, they, and then the idea then, that using that, and I love those pictures because those pictures are important in the story to like really get the nature of the story, that Paul's like, oh, I'll go tell them what's up. And you go... Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And then, okay, now, Timothy, you stay and do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not really no. Paul. Yeah, I know. I feel bad. If in anything I've walked away is like, oh, Timothy, you're doing great, buddy. Like, yeah. that's rough. That is a hard situation to be thrown into. Yeah. Okay. So if, if uh, unless we got anything else, I mean, anything else uh, you want to say? You know where no. we're Because we're kind of in a... I enjoyed the 50-seat toilet. <laughs> that's a sentence you don't hear every day. Um... I, I love anything. Too. I love anything that takes Bible stories out of the land of fairy tale and 100%. makes them look like real people. Where you feel like you can smell the smells. Ooh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. That went in the wrong direction. Although I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta ask. Since that was like a you know an archaeological picture, are we to believe that there it was run down and maybe there were some dividers, or did you really no, just no. go? Hey, there Bruce. were no dividers. <laughs> you just chat. With the guy next to you. It was a different time and place. It was a different era. I, uh, I've been fishing in Alaska where you like, you got to kind of like get used where's to Where's this going? I'm just saying, well, I've <laughs> never had the experience of a non-stalled door sitting next to a, a chum. And like, I just find that insane that that could have ever been normal. And I'm saying the closest I ever was, was where you, you, you kind of have to, 
in Alaska close. fishing. In Alaska fishing, you got to use a bucket on the deck. That's a, oh, that's okay. about it. Oh, and you're literally sitting next to the chum. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow. Anyway, it just those are important pictures because some of these things that are so ingrained, living in this time and place, it is so hard because I even see that picture and I go, yeah, but. There's still probably somewhere where it wasn't kind of like that, or that amphitheater was, you know, it was still a little different. It wasn't, it, it's not like when I go into a Miami <laughs> Heat Stadium and there's lights and everything. Imagine no, that place real. with 25,000 screaming fans. Right. And Wanting a big, well lit stage, and people performing with their little, uh, you know, strapped on megaphones. Yeah. <laughs> so that That's you could crazy. hear them. But I just, uh, yeah, that idea that it is, it is real. And I love any of these things where you just hear the story and start to force yourself to not see it like a fairy tale and just mm -hmm. hear it and say, that happened. And that Timothy was a real place. They were that. actually angry and they were right. there ready to burn the place down. And Paul wants to, Paul is so sure, just let me in there. I can convince him. I can talk to him some reasoning. Yeah. And the city officials are saying, begging him. Yeah. And his disciples wouldn't let him. That's crazy. Okay. 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 Well, that's then I guess that's all we got. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. And be I'll just then I'll make the, just because I think this is such a vital point. We'll end on the 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 overall point of the story or of the sermon, which started with scoring yourself how good of an example you are, and we all go, ah, I don't look that much like Jesus. To real the realization, your score isn't based on how much you look like Jesus. The score is based on how much of an opportunity you're allowing the world to see his work in you. Right. And so the worst you are of a sinner, and I do think that's why Paul was the one chosen to write about two-thirds of the New Testament. Right. Because he was the one killing the, the Christians, and he was doing it because in his heart, he thought that was what God wanted. And yeah. as messed up as that was, God went, you know what? This is going to look real good. <laughs> You're the guy. Yeah. And he knew his Bible so well. And he's going around getting the Christians and hearing what they believe. Mm -hmm. And at some point, Jesus says, right now, right now, he has enough understanding. If I show up, say a couple things, it's all going to fall into place. And he's going to be a believer. Yeah. And talk about the shock of the ages. And so... Your score isn't based on how much you look like Jesus. When you think it's that, then we, we tend to try and play games and wear masks. Mm -hmm. It's about how willing you are to show the world what he's done and doing in your life. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean on a street corner. It means when you're having private conversations with, you know, you've earned the right to speak with someone. Right. You let them in. You let them in and you let them know. Yep. And Good. every one of us can be a 10 on that scale. Right. Yeah. Because ain't no one of us perfect, and he's got a lot to show through our horridness. <laughs> we're pretty <laughs> awful. Cool. Okay, well, then I guess let's do this again next week. You got any idea where we're going next week? Just anything I do. We, anything we should read to prepare? I feel like maybe every once in a while we should well, have I'm just, some Well, I'm just, what I'm doing, I'm so enjoying it. It started with Easter and the centurion yeah. and Paul being sent to the Gentiles. Right. And then that kind of led into last week, whatever that was. I, they all blur together now. Uh, last week uh, was, it was Paul. It was oh, the, the Listerines. Yeah, yeah. And it was Paul being. Uh, they loved him, worshipped him, then stoned him. Yeah. And so anyway, and but then that brought in the Listerines and Timothy. And so now seeing Timothy, because we had him writing to Timothy in the prison last week. Yeah. And so then I jumped from there. It's like, well, now let's look at Timothy because man, there's great stuff here. And so as I'm looking, I've been reading First and Second Timothy a lot. 
And it's like, there's so many themes in here. Yeah. And one is this whole buffet your body and uh, train yourself in godliness. Mm -hmm. And then he just says outright, because the actual you know, physicality, there, there's some benefit in that. But the real benefit is the godliness. And so I thought, okay, I want to keep telling stories from the epistles because it's been a, so long since we've been yeah. there. Yeah. And I saw this whole training versus trying kind of thing develop, and I got all my notes, and I thought it was going to be part of this sermon, and it's not. So this is one of those really nice weeks where I already developed a couple pages, and it's just yeah. sitting, it's like, oh, yeah. I can... I'll just hit the ground. Right. And it's funny. I like that because you don't really think of the epistles. I think just the average person doesn't think of the stories in the epistles. You just kind of think about the teachings that I'm supposed to be hearing. But it's a rich, oh, you know, goodness. story. These examples, these things that are happening that are, you know, stories to pull out, you know, the just meaning. the and, stadium and, in Ephesus. Right. The big, yeah, exactly. So they're full of them. So, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about okay. it. Okay. Cool. We'll do that. Till then, we'll see Love you. Love you. Miss you. We'll see you next week. Okay.